following program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, many times in the media we'll hear this phrase, even in this past election season, which we've just come out of, we're, we're trying to come out of anyway, that uh, the phrase, well, you cannot legislate morality. How, mm. how would you respond to that? <laughs> I have heard that for years yes. and years. I don't know who came up with that. We cannot legislate morality. Of course we can legislate morality. We do, in the sense that most laws deal with right and wrong. Um, And I'm talking about, uh, yes, there is biblical uh, morality or there's biblical law, such as thou shalt not uh, kill, if you look at the Ten Commandments, um, there it deals with murder, lying, stealing. Mm-hmm. They're all seen in our laws, and in, in, in fact, in in every civilized society, it's that's wrong versus right. Uh, biblical example. Okay, let's take the Ten Commandments. Laws generally reflect the morality of those who make them, but laws can never legislate uh, morality in the heart of people. That that would be a, a classic example of a difference. In other words, you can't make someone have a change of heart. Uh, but laws help us restrain immoral behavior. But they have no power to make people morally pure. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, um, who would want to live in a society where morality and the legal system are entirely disconnected? And when you think about it, no. Uh, we want to live in a community that provides a legal recourse against robbery, against Assault. In fact, that's one of the big things that's going on right now uh, is um, major problems. It's like it's increasing uh, lawbreakers to continue to break the law, stealing, um, literally uh, pilfering stores, you know, Gucci, Gucci products or whatever that they can sell. But if there's no recourse, uh, I mean, there's so many people who are saying this is not working in our world to have um, those who will let out those. In other words, you know, they don't even have to pay a bail and they just, they can book them, but then they release them, these who are the lawbreakers. What I would say is... um, Every legal code in human history has been undergirded by written or even at times unwritten moral, um, a moral code of the community. And these laws reflect, they, they reflect the, the morals 
of that group of people. And again, I'm going to point to Exodus 20. Whenever, anytime somebody says Exodus 20, I immediately think the Ten Commandments. You shall not murder. You shall not steal. You shall not give false witness against your neighbor. And so I think if we, if you, the next time you hear somebody say, well, you can't legislate morality, it, it's a phrase, it's a sentence that's used. It's not true. All you do is, is say, well, isn't there a law against stealing? Isn't there a law against murder? Isn't there a law against, you know, even lying? Well, from the standpoint of bearing false witness. The, the point is, Help people think. Help people. Um, help people. Reason. Uh, the Bible says, "Come, let us reason together." Says the Lord, "Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red as crimson, they shall be as wool." I like the fact that the Bible is clear about. Morality. I say clear, meaning there are absolute laws. There are rights, you know, the right and the wrong thinking. And I think that when people try to uh, assume that there's a cliche that they've heard, you need to challenge it. We need to help young people. In fact, if you have any young people in your life, I'm saying young can be, yes, children, but yes, teenagers, yes, young adults. Just let's try to help us all think. That phrase that I've heard over and over for years, you can't legislate morality. I think probably the first time I heard it, I thought, oh, okay. It's like without thinking. I kind of accepted the phrase, but then later I thought, that's not true. I'm not confident that I'm the one who realized it was false. I don't know if somebody talked to me about it, but if I didn't know, I would need you to come to me, talk with me about it, and I can see the truth. If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. 
Would you like to talk to June Hunt about a situation in your life? Consider having that conversation on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night and let June help you discover practical help that's grounded in God's truth. Your story will be heard on all of our radio affiliates. And of course, we protect your privacy by providing you with a different name. And as it happens often in our program, when you share your story, you might help someone else find biblical hope and practical help for their life. It's ministry multiplied. For an opportunity to talk with June Hunt on Hope in the Night about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or some other concern in your life, call 800-917. That's 800-644-4817. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call tonight. 800-917. 800-644-4817. You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of Hope for the Heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. We exist because of your ongoing prayers and continued support of our ministry. We thank you. If you have any questions or concerns about our uh, topics on the program tonight, you can call customer support at 800-488-HOPE. They're available anytime Monday through Friday, uh, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'd be happy to help you to uh, get some resources into your hands. If there are some things that pique to your interest here, you can talk to them and ask them what might be uh, most helpful for you or even someone else as you talk with them about uh, something they're struggling with. And you can get some resources for them as well. The number there is 800-488-HOPE. And again, that's for our customer support team. They'd be happy to help you with that. We have the Keys for Living called Sexual Integrity, Balancing Your Passion with Purity. And uh, that is uh, um, one of the uh, resources that you may be interested in there. And uh, as June uh, spoke from that one just a moment ago. Also, you may email customer support with any questions, topics uh, that you would be interested in. It's customer support at hopefortheheart.org. That's customer support at hopefortheheart.org. Let's get to our caller for tonight. We have a returning caller to us uh, listening in California. We welcome back Alan. Well, Alan, I am so glad we're going to be able to talk again. Uh, you, you said something at the beginning of the program just a couple of nights ago. Uh, you said uh, that you started listening to Hope in the Night at age 17, when you were 17. Is that right? Yes. Okay. And then uh, I asked how old you were now, and you said 28. And um, so the, the interesting thing about being 28 is typically you've got, you, you, you've lived maybe a third or a fourth of your life, but you've got so much more for the future. And uh, we talked about some spiritual warfare issues, but I really wanted to um, deal with something that was seemed like was defeating to you. And... Um, and you were candid. Um, why, why don't you 
say one more time about what we're going to talk about um, in this uh, area of of sexual addiction. But but would you would you describe again why it's important to you that you deal with this? What what is what has been going on? Yeah, so it's been on and off, you know, with uh, specifically pornography, and then and also what well, most recently I had a like an encounter, my first you know ever encounter like with a person, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. pretty much to be specific, like the woman gave me like oral, and then afterwards, you know, just felt a bunch of you know, regret, and then felt like my, you know, character got tainted, and then just dealing with guilt now, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. it just really, well, it's important for me to get rid of this, because it affects my relationship with God, and, and uh, yeah, just, I feel like it's going to prevent, it's going to prevent me from experiencing God's, God's best for me, God's best for my life. Wow, yeah. You know, um, I'll tell you where I would worry is if you had no regret. The regret typically comes when God is wanting to come into your life to, or when, when he's wanting you to change in an area for your good, he gives us what I call good guilt. Uh, Many people think guilt is all bad. Oh, no, I don't want to have guilt. I've literally prayed, God, don't let me get away with anything. Literally, those words, God, don't let me get away with anything. Because I know what it's like to actually get away with lying. And I remember I didn't understand why I didn't feel guilty I needed to. By the way, so I'm, I'm just saying, for you to say, I have a lot of regret, that's good. It's, I mean, it's good as a motivation. And God doesn't want you living your life filled with regret. Does that part make sense? Yes. Okay. Um, yes, can I add something else, June? Something Absolutely. Else forgot. Sure. Yes, and on on top of that, you know, just came a lot of concern about soul ties, you know, soul ties. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard of soul ties. I came across it reading one of your books, too. And so that's a concern, you know, how to, if, if a potential soul tie was passed on because of that and how to break it. Right. Well, God has... The good news is this. God is more powerful. The power of God is more powerful than any other power. And so therefore, you don't have to worry about being so confined that you can't break what many people call a a soul tie. And so just for you to know that when we talked 
a couple of nights ago and what we're going to be talking about now, um, I'm wanting you to understand some things about a sexual addiction. And the reason is the more you know the truth, the easier it is for you to be free of um, that which would have you in bondage. So a sexual addiction is compulsive. It's a compulsive dependence on erotic excitement. And what happens is, as a result of a pattern, a continual uh, acting out, really craving this erotic excitement, there are detrimental patterns of, of thinking and behaving. In other words, it sets you up to do things that later you go, oh, I hate I'm doing this, because it's enslaving. It's enslaving. It, um, it, it's like you can be in bondage when you don't want to be in bondage. Now, I asked you several questions the other day. Um, I mentioned the three inner needs that we all have for love, significance, and security. And I described how many people uh, can feel a certain way, but they one can be, uh, this one way in particular can be stronger than the others. I said that there, we all have these three inner needs for love, significance, and security. And at times we can feel either unlovable, like if you really knew me, you wouldn't love me, uh, or feel unworthy, you know, you don't feel significant because if you really knew me, you wouldn't value me. Uh, I mentioned the third one. Um, I don't feel secure. I don't, uh, you know, if you really knew me, you would abandon me. And I asked you, did you feel any of these? And you said, specifically, uh, you made the, the statement, and I appreciated your candor about this. Um, you said, I, I feel no one really cares. Um, there's no security when you feel no one cares. Uh, and, and there are reasons why. Um, based on the past, not the present, based on the past, that you can feel, you know, if you knew me, you would abandon me. That kind of thinking. So what I, uh, are, are you and I on the same page right now? Okay. Well, I, I want to. I want you to think about, um, like, if there was faulty thinking, uh, you would want to know if you're having, if your thoughts are false. Well, in the mind of every addict, is there? They, there's a lock at the time for a period of time uh, that's based on faulty beliefs. 
and, and your beliefs are what you think about in regard to your own value, your, your own uh, relationships. They, they determine your behavior. So if your thinking is faulty, your results, your findings are going to be faulty, and the way you function will be faulty. So I want you to know this. In the book of Romans, Romans chapter 2, the Bible says, Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it's, the Bible says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So your, your job right now, Alan, is going to be to change your thinking. To literally decide, I'm, I want to think the way God wants me to think. That means you must reprogram your mind with the right code. You know, have you ever worked with a combination lock and you turn, here's a dial, and maybe the combination is 2, 8, 4. Well, you have to go to those specific numbers to open the lock. 2, 8, 4, 2, 8, 4. Well, if you've got the wrong code, you're going, it's going to stay locked. But God has told us in Romans 12, 2, that we can be transformed and we are to be transformed by the renewing of the mind. Why is that important? Because Jesus said the truth will set you free. So, I mentioned that there's these three inner needs, right? for love, significance, and security. Let me tell you, to, to think, well, I'm unlovable, but sex gives me the feeling of being loved. And it may for some people, but this is the truth. You are loved. God loves you. Jesus loved you enough to die on the cross for you. John 3.16 says, God so loved the world, He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. Uh, in fact, uh, you're loved enough that the Heavenly Father adopts you into His family. I, I remember never even knowing about adoption, but the Bible is very clear about that. We are adopted when we come into a relationship with Him. So while sex can always be an expression of love, sex is not love, love is not sex, sex is sex. Love is a commitment that seeks the other person's highest good. Do you have a heart for people who are hurting and broken? You want to throw them a lifeline, but sometimes you just don't know how. Lifeline to Hope is a brand new, one-of-its-kind caregiver training designed just for you. Using video-based instruction from leading experts, plus relevant case studies and interactive exercises, you can discover how to effectively provide support, encouragement, and spiritual care. The ultimate goal is to connect lives in crisis with a new or renewed life in Christ. This 10-week Lifeline to Hope program can train and deploy a small, effective group of caregivers in your church and community person in your church that brings together caregivers to become better equipped to meet the hurting. Discover more at lifelinetohope.org. 
lifelinetohope.org. If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. Welcome back to Hope in the Night. I'm Jeff Oliver. We want to help you, and we want to help you help others. Our customer support team can be reached at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'll help guide you to God's hope through our resources. I want to recommend the Keys for Living called Sexual Addiction, The Way Out of the Web. Also, Sexual Integrity, Balancing Your Passion with Purity. Those many other resources are available as you get in touch with customer support at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. If you'd like to speak with June about a specific situation in your life on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, give us a call at 800-917. That's 800-NIGHT-17. And when you call, leave a detailed message for us. We'll get right back to you and schedule you for an upcoming Hope in the Night. We'd just like to talk to you about that and uh, see what questions you might have, what uh, you would like to have answered, and get God's perspective on on the program. So give us a call again, 800-917-800-644-4817. You know, also, you may have a question that you think is maybe not big enough for a program, or maybe you're not ready to be on a live program with us. That's fine. We can answer your question on an upcoming Hope in the Night. Just send your question to June at hopefortheheart.org. That's askjune at hopefortheheart.org. We've gotten some good questions, some theological questions, some some uh, quick, you know, what do I do in a certain situation questions. We'd love to talk with you, uh, but if you'd just uh, like to send an email, we can get it handled that way as well. We'd love to hear from you uh, and uh, answer your question on the program. Let's get back to our conversation now with Alan. Well, my friend, when you've um, been candid with me about some challenges in your life, uh, what I I appreciate is you've already said I have a lot of regret. Um, I need to get rid of this, and uh, the off and on with pornography, and um, the sexual things that when when I'm, I'm assuming when you're saying I'm concerned about the soul ties that you've heard about, and I'm assuming that you are saying, well, okay, let, let, me, let me let you hear, let me hear what you have heard regarding soul ties. 
heard, well, originally I thought it was only passed through sex through intercourse, but from what I've heard is that when you have intimacy with somebody else, uh, like it's possible that like the, the person that that woman slept with or her spirits or anything of that sort can be passed on to you. So, like, if she had anger issues or anything like that, that can be passed on to you, not in your spirit, if that makes sense. Yes. And there are warnings in Scripture uh, that, that uh, we, we should take very seriously, but I'm, I'm just wanting you to hear what the Bible is very clear about. And that is in 1 John 4, verse 4, what we see is greater is he, and that's Jesus, he that is in you than he, the enemy of God, than he is who's in the world. And what you see is the, the picture of the role of... Um, a lot of people think that everything is equal, that Satan's power is equal to God's power, and uh, it just depends on who's pulling with the greatest strength and all that. Uh, there is no hint that, they, that there is equal power in regard to activities they can influence us. But when you have Christ, they cannot possess us. Because we are literally bought with a price, and that's the price that Jesus paid on the cross, shedding his blood on the cross for us. There's not like a, uh, a person who will be totally therefore controlled by the wrong choices of the past. We can be influenced. But the issue is, and, and I understand uh, some of the pattern of the past that I haven't literally uh, communicated uh, out loud here on radio, but you you've been you, you you just don't want to be controlled any longer. You don't want to keep living a life of regret. And um, what I'm saying to you is, there is a decisive victory that you can have and not continue to be influenced in the negative way. Um, the, the Lord Jesus can break any tie that we have. So, going back to these three inner needs for love, significance, and security. Um, when you, at times, uh, it seemed to me that the two that you were leaning more toward uh, the need for significance or feeling you know, I'm, I'm unworthy, but, but 
sex can make me feel significant. And by the way, that is true. It can, a person can feel significant. But that's not true. It's not true for any solution in life. The truth is you already have God-given worth. God created you. That within itself shows that you are worth creating. Uh, the Bible says, um, it, it's, uh, it's really uh, talking about God. You created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. So, again, God created you, therefore you have worth. And as a Christian, which you've stated you are, you have worth because Christ literally lives in you. In you, the Bible says, it's Christ in you, the hope of glory, Colossians 1.27. And so therefore, this is the truth, this is the conclusion. Sex doesn't give you significance. You are significant because you are a creation, creation who is a new creation in Christ with a new source of power. He is your source of power and significance. Second Peter 1 verse 3 says, His divine power. I love this scripture, my friend. I, uh, it's very clear. His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him. And he, he makes us literally... To share, he, he says we are made partakers of his divine nature. So what he does uh, here on earth, morally, we can do. We can literally do. His divine nature is given to us based on Second Peter 1, 3, and 4. But this last one is where I thought I heard you say two days ago uh, might be the bigger issue and I'm and you can correct me if I'm wrong I thought you were saying that more so would be um, that need for security well again that the, the feeling can be I'm not wanted but sex can numb the pain of my insecurity. That's why a lot of people get into all kinds of drugs of choice. Um, but the truth is you are wanted. The Lord wants you. The Lord wants to be your shepherd through your life. The Bible says the Lord is my shepherd. Psalm 23. The Lord wants to walk with you through life. One of my favorite passages is Isaiah 43, verse 2. When you pass through the waters, notice the word through. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. So ultimately, sex doesn't give you security. Your security is found in a close relationship, a love relationship with the Lord, 
and this true security can never be taken away from you. Notice I'm saying never be taken away from you. This is my favorite scripture. Deuteronomy 31.8 The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. So, see, a lot of people will engage in repeated sexual behavior thinking, ah, you know, um, sex makes me feel loved. No, that's not, but it, it's, it's false. Um, sex doesn't make you feel significant. You say, well, it does, but it's not lasting because it's not true. It's not based on what God is, says is true about you. So sometimes we just have to correct the code. Uh, so, and the key is not to focus on a negative combination. You know, if you're trying to crack a code. Um, it, instead, it, it's not, oh, I'll never do this again. I'll never live or I won't. I, it, it's like if I say to you, whatever you do right now, Alan, do not think about a red cup. You must not think about a red cup. Do you understand? You must not think about a red cup. What are you thinking about? A red cup. Exactly. So you don't focus on what you don't want to do. You've got to focus on what you want to do and will do. It's a positive combination. So let me tell you the combination. I want you to think about this. I want you to have a new purpose. The new purpose is this. And you can tell me if, you're, if this would be what you would want. I want to reflect the character of Christ through what I see and do. Would that be the desire of your heart? Yes. Okay. See, the old purpose could be, I want to have sex because it makes me feel whatever. No, you've got to have a new purpose. The new purpose is, I want to reflect the character of Christ through what I see and do. I want you to say that after me. I want to reflect the character of Christ I want to reflect the character of Christ through what I see and do. What I see and do. Right. And by the way, God is going to give you that ability because He says you're predestined to be conformed to Christ. If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. 
At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. As we each solve the puzzle that is our life, we often have questions we can't answer. Usually, they're little nagging questions, but sometimes they're larger. So large, in fact, the answer or even the question itself can have life-changing consequences. June Hunt believes the best answers to these tough questions come from God Himself, and He's given us those answers in the Bible. For more than 20 years now, June has helped callers find these biblical answers and apply them to their lives. You can talk with June on her radio program, Hope in the Night, about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or another concern in your life. Call 800-NIGHT-17. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call now, 800-644-4817. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver, and you're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of hope for the heart, and we'd like to thank you for your prayers and support of our ministry. If you have any questions about tonight's topics, or any number of topics, really, we have over 100 keys for living to help you address your situation. Call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central, and they'll help you access the resources you need. And uh, the keys for living we're recommending tonight are called Sexual Addiction, The Way Out of the Web. And that's available, again, as you call customer support at 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. Find more resources on our website at hopefortheheart.org. There you can find a, a, a smaller uh, kind of excerpted version of any of our keys for living, many of them. And uh, it's just a two-page. If you'd like to even print that out, you can do it. And uh, it's a, a Again, a a shorter, uh, quicker version called our Quick Reference Guides. And on many of the topics we have in our Keys for Living, you can go there to hopefortheheart.org and look for the QRGs there under uh, free resources. Let's get back to our conversation now with Alan. Well, Alan, I'm giving you something called the Freedom Formula. The Freedom Formula. And what that means is... Just imagine, I like to describe it like a target, like if you, did you ever shoot a gun or a bow and, you know, you have the bow and arrow, and so you're shooting the arrow at a target? Yeah, shot a gun okay. before it Okay, and so when you shoot a gun, typically you're aiming at that black center. It's called the bullseye, right? Okay, so I want you to imagine three rings, the outer ring, middle ring, inner ring of this target, and then the center is the freedom formula. That's what you get, but this is the freedom formula. It's having a new purpose. This is the outer ring, a new 
priority is the middle ring and the inner ring is a new plan. We've already talked about what the new purpose would be. And it's based on what is God's highest priority for you and me and every person. This would be the ultimate purpose that God would have for all of us. And that is, he says that uh, we are predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. We're predestined to be conformed to the character of Christ. So what this means is, and you'll find this, for those who are authentic Christians, more and more you're going to sin less and less. That's generally true. You see this. And it's because God predestines, he, it's his plan for you to be conformed to the character of Christ. And that's why your new purpose is, and something you repeated, um, I want to be I want to reflect the character of Christ. Or I'll do whatever it takes to reflect the character of Christ. So I want you to say that one more time. I want to reflect the character of Christ. I want to reflect the character of Christ. Through what I see and do. Through what I see and do. Right. Now let me give you the new this would be the that that's the outer ring of that target. The middle ring of the target is a new priority. It's based on do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So you're going to say, I'll do whatever it takes to line up my thinking. Mm -hmm. Go on. I'll do whatever it takes. I'll do whatever it takes to line up my thinking with God's thinking. To line up my thinking with God's thinking. Right. See, if you're thinking as God would have you think, you'll do what God would want you to do. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. And so the inner ring is a new plan. We've talked about a new purpose, a new priority, and now here's a new plan. The Bible actually says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, the new plan is, I will rely on Christ's strength, not my strength, to accomplish his plan. So say that with me. I'll, I will rely on Christ's strength. I will rely on Christ's strength. Not my own strength. Not my own strength. To accomplish his plan for me. To accomplish his plan for me. Right. So, let's say you're in a situation and uh, you're an Uber driver, right? Yes. A lot of people need rides. So, let's say here's someone that you pick up who needs a lift, needs to go from point A to point B. 
what happens is it is so easy to sexualize a person. What that means is you see somebody walking on a sidewalk. And if there's some kind of attractiveness, you can literally, and I'm going to be very candid here, there are a lot of men who've told me, they've, they've been very clear, I, I, I can just undress that person. It's not that I'm wanting to, but I'm, I, I just undress her without even knowing her. Are you tracking me now, what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. So instead, the plan would be anyone that attracts me, in essence, I'm going to pray for God's best for that person. It'd be, it'd be kind of like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to treat that person like I would in a right way toward a sister. And so I pray that she will be protected and that she will receive God's best. I've, I've talked with men who have done that very thing. They prayed for it, and the person would have no idea. This is just between you and God. But what it does is it you're taking charge of your mind. See, the battle is in the mind. And I have a, a friend from a long time ago he said, we can live, it's, it's a man who was a motivational speaker, and he said, we can all live with stinking thinking. Well, you don't want to live with stinking thinking, and you don't want to be controlled by things of the past. Or do you? What, what do you want? You don't, okay. Well, so if you're wanting a new way to think, um, a possibility is to do what many men do. They will see a very attractive woman. They're immediately drawn. And instead of sexualizing her, it's, Lord, and, and it can be, you know, she's somebody's daughter, and I pray that she'll, Be in your will. I pray that she'll live her life in your will. But it's praying for what is best for her. And it reprograms your thinking over a period of time. What do you think? Yes, that sounds, sounds like something I want to do. Reprogram my mind. Yes. Well, that's huge. That's really important. So, one of the things you, and by the way, we're, we're sending you our material on sexual addiction because in there, there's going to be several things that are going to be really helpful, uh, key points. Um, first is to, to have a boundary in your thinking. Um, what needs to be off limits. 
And that means you know certain things and different times when you've exceeded the limit, you've crossed the line. Think of it as this. If you're as an Uber driver, uh, are you allowed to drive on sidewalks? No. That's right. Or you're breaking the law, aren't you? And all these negative things can happen. You could hit somebody. You could kill somebody. You could crash your vehicle into a building or parking meters. Um, if a policeman is standing off on the side and sees you driving on the sidewalk, there are repercussions. If, if he sees you're willfully doing this, you can be jailed. Um, if you're rebellious and really fighting, you could lose your license. All kinds of negative things. So you know it's not healthy to cross the line that's inappropriate. I'm talking about to drive on sidewalks or to let your mind go where it doesn't need to go or your initial things that you would do to engage someone. In fact, I'll just say it this way. Uh, I know I've had many conversations with men and women, and specifically in this area, where um, they make a decision. I will not touch anyone in the area covered by their bathing suit. I will not touch anyone in the area covered by their bathing suit. Those are private parts. And the Bible says, the prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple keep going and pay the penalty. Well, what's good about you is you're saying, I don't want this any longer in my life. You said, I want to get rid of this. I have a lot of regret. Well, you don't want to keep living with a life of regret. You want to be grateful that you've been victorious. That's why we're going to send you our keys on sexual addiction. And, and it'll give you a lot of real practical things to do um, that are going to help you form a new habit. By the way, you rid your home of you know, throw away all pornography, uh, any erotic paraphernalia, you discard addresses uh, or cards or that, that, that have uh, sexual contacts because you say, nope, I'm, I'm clearing the deck. And then you take on a positive habit of discipline to choose things to do when you're tempted. And we have those suggestions for you. You hang on to hope, my we will send our Keys for Living Cult Sexual Addiction the way out of the web. We'll send that out to tonight's caller, and we do that free of charge. That's because of your generous support of this ministry. If you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash donate, and we thank you for that. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. 
Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope.